0: New law, what is it? Is it so new? Has COVID changed the way of the legal working world? Or were these changes due in any case and COVID is getting the credit? We explore all these questions and more on this Life After Law School podcast episode. Hello and welcome, I am Amy Scarlett. At the end of last year, we recorded a podcast with Karen Finch, CEO of Legally Yours. We explored Karen's career journey, which goes from a family lawyer working as an international recruitment consultant, being a mother of four, and then onto an entrepreneurial pathway whereby Karen now owns and runs her business, which is within the space of new law. Several months on, when we were due to release the podcast, the world has since seen a global pandemic forcing change to the way we think and work. The legal industry is not excluded from this. As such, we were left to consider if new law is even new anymore and what the legal working world would look like for those entering into the market. With all this in mind, we thought it'd be best to bring Karen back onto the podcast to shed some light on the normal legal working world. Karen, it is fabulous having you on the podcast again. How have you been?
1: I've been good. Thank you. Well, kind of good, I guess, in the, in the fact that it is a pandemic, but um, no, all, all good. And I'm really excited to be back on and, and updating because so much has happened since we spoke.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much again for your time. I really do appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to everyone receiving and listening to this podcast and the original one that we recorded. Uh, but we wanted to find out from you what you have personally seen and what your organise, organisation has seen in the legal working world in the past couple of months since COVID has um, come. Yeah.
1: Well, it's really interesting because I was obviously thinking back to what the original, which was obviously, pre, um, you know, pre-COVID and, and under no way could either of us, you know, anticipate what was going to happen in between. (laughs) But in actual fact, a lot of the content still remains the same into what we're talking about, sort of new law concepts, with the major difference being that when COVID hit, it essentially made new law pretty much the normal law now um, and is how the legal industry is running. So all those concepts that we talked about um, around sort of virtual and online and flexible and remote and using technology and all those sorts of things, have COVID, I guess, essentially has just forced that all into action. Um, and, and that's what, you know, most or majority of lawyers are doing. But interestingly, the reaction of the legal industry when COVID hit, um, it was really kind of interesting to see how that all played out. So. So we had one portion of the legal industry one sort of sector pretty much lock their front office doors um, of the law firm and say see you when COVID's passed and and essentially shut up shop and go into hibernation and then we saw another sort of sector who um, were probably more of your traditional model really grappling with you know how do they make all their staff members flexible and remote what technology Technology should they use? How do they still, you know, talk to their clients? Um, and you saw them sort of having to really play major, major catch up. Um, and then you have the other sector, which is probably, um, well, it is every single lawyer in my network on Legally Yours who were already operating within a online, flexible, remote sort of virtual space. And you saw them actually go even one step further. And and they were probably the sector of um, the legal industry that started looking at, well, how do we serve community during this time and their response was phenomenal. So you had lawyers looking at um, the legislation of how they could electronically sign, you know, affidavits and wills and powers of attorney and how we could lobby change and, you know, giving lots of free, um, free information, free virtual education, free reviews, um, all this kind of stuff, because that particular sector of the community took um, the responsibility of it's now our time to serve, Um, we've got clients in crisis, and we need to really get out there and make sure they feel supported. So three vastly different um, reactions, but with the ultimate, I think, end result that the legal industry has changed forever, there's no turning back, you've got clients accessing lawyers in a virtual flexible remote way Um, and i think you know certainly my view on it it's it's changed for the better so all that sort of innovation which were nice to have have now become absolutely imperative and and must have in in all law firms which is um brilliant
0: yeah it's amazing to hear and and it is um the timing of when we originally did the podcast and and um you know releasing it now it just seems so um i don't know ironic or the best timing to actually go into further discussion about it so thank you for giving some more information on that and i guess um just touching on it briefly i know we go into it in great depth in the original podcast but just touching on what new law is for those that are listening and is that new anymore
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, so no, it's definitely not new law anymore. <laughs> um, I'm calling it the normal law um, and everyone needs to get on board normal law. But interestingly, so new law, and I, you know, we talk about this in the original one, is that often people go, oh, new law, you must be talking about technology. And absolutely, technology plays a pivotal role within um, new law practices. But new law is actually, um, it's a way of delivering your legal services, which is not focused on the traditional, which is traditionally you look at, you know, how is the law firm making money. What's the law firm benefit? Whereas a new law firm, it's all about the client. So it's how would the client like the legal services delivered? Um, you know, what technology can we use that's going to make it more efficient and better for the client to access our services? Um, you know, they often will then look at what their value is. So um, new law firms won't operate within the billable um, because clients like to know upfront what they're, what they're going to be charged for. Um, so you'll often find that they're more value-based or fixed-fee um, pricing models or even subscription models. But with the real difference, as I mentioned, a new law firm looks at it from a client's point of view and they design their firms, their law practices around the client, whereas we would say more the traditional is more looking at, you know, what is of benefit to the firm. So, that's why they do billable hours um, and, you know, they're more on that traditional model. So, that, that's the real kind of definition of new law.
0: Amazing. So um, you believe you'll see more of that in the future, is that right? And and organizations that are running in that new law space um, and whatever that is in the, the name of it in the future they're growing. So they're, you know, taking on more junior
1: lawyers. Is that right? Absolutely. Because what we've seen with COVID is that um, all of a sudden our clients have changed. So, and they've changed in a couple of different ways, but one is obviously um, a lot of them are in different economical circumstances. So I recently chaired a panel um, at at AlterCon a couple of weeks ago. And on that panel, we had um, a GC from an in-house from a corporation. And he was actually talking about that, you know, from from their perspective, they've really looked at the law firms that are on their legal services provider panels, and they've looked at their law firms to see, well, how did they respond in COVID? Did they go missing? Um, you know, how did they treat their staff? Did they have the technology that they could still have, you know, sort of seamless um, provision and delivery of legal services? Or you know, what was their response? And and I think you know that's one one type of client, but I think all clients fall into that category. Clients now are looking at the lawyers that were there for them during this time, that were, you know, were connecting with them, that were calling them, that were able to, you know, service them, um, and all those sorts of things have come into play. So, so what we've really seen, um, you know, the lawyers in our network are busier than ever because they're the ones that have been able to show that, you know, it's still business as usual and they're they're here to serve their clients. And now what we're beginning to see, a lot of them, which were probably quite micro pre-COVID, are now saying, we need more. We need more lawyers, we're scaling, you know, we're bringing on, um, you know, law graduates, all these sorts of things. And I really think that this is um, opening up that sector hugely. So we're going to see a lot of scale up um, in that demographic of the legal industry, which I think is um, incredible, because it's, you know, it, it, when you think about a clerkship or you think about, you know, doing a training contract or as a young lawyer in, in, a, in a firm like that, it means you're being exposed to the technology, um, you're, you're playing with it, you're using it, you're sitting in front of clients earlier. Um, you know, to me, that's a wonderful um, training, for, particularly in those sort of junior years of practice.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and that kind of flows on to the next question, which is, what do you see for the future of the legal industry? And you know, what advice can you give to students entering it? So you've you've touched on a whole range of it, and I know you give a lot more of that in depth in our um, in our other podcasts. But um, how do you see the way of the future now for the legal industry?
1: Well, the way of the future is is that. All law firms need to be considering it doesn't matter how small, big, medium you are, the clients have changed. And that goes for corporations, that goes for your mum and dads, it goes for your startups. Um, you know, we we as an industry need to understand that those concepts of you know technology, remote working, flexibility, virtual, online, all those sorts of things, value need to come into our everyday you know scenarios. So I really see there's going to be a massive rise of those firms coming up. Um, I think also one of my predictions and what we're starting to see is a lot of um, lawyers in those private practice big-tier firms actually leaving to start their own firms um, because of things that have happened over COVID. Perhaps they haven't been given the flexibility or um, you know, the support that they needed during that time. So I think that will also kind of stimulate um, more of these firms happening. And I think from a student's perspective, I would just say, and, and look, you know, my advice I think I gave in the original one was to really network, look who's out there, to really research this demographic of the legal industry because it's really interesting. I'm I'm still taken back every time sort of, you know, sometimes I talk to a group of students and I talk about new law or I talk about these different concepts and it's like they've never heard of them before. And I just think, you know, this is where the innovation's happening. This is where the design thinking's happening. This is the exciting kind of area of law. Um, and it's getting bigger. And I think, so my biggest advice to any law students listening out there would be to to research, look, look, um, LinkedIn's wonderful to get online and see who's talking about these sorts of things and follow them, reach out for coffees and say, I'd love to have a virtual chat with you um, or I'd love to know more, join things like The Legal Forecast who are doing an absolutely wonderful um, series at the moment um, called their TLF on Speaker. And they're actually, they've got lots of international speakers You know, we had a legal design thinker, Nicole Braddock, on this morning, Justin North from London, from Janders and Dean. Um, So really amazing guests talking about this area. And what it really means so definitely research look it up think outside the box and and just please know there's just not one way to be a lawyer anymore there's multiple different ways there's multiple different types of firms um and if the traditional is not sort of um you know by all means go go down the traditional mode there will always be that type of firm there but look outside the box if it's something that you're interested in too. Um, and and Alta is another great one. So I'm a board member of the Australian Legal Tech Association, but I'd highly recommend you can join as a student advocate and understand what's happening in that technology. I, I strongly say you don't need to code, but it's always really good to have a really broad understanding of what the technology is and what's happening out there. So, so just be curious. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so that would yeah. be <laughs>
0: No, so that's huge. And that's brilliant. And, and while you were saying it there, I was like, right, I bet you there's going to be some students that are saying I want to go down that path. That is exactly what I want to do. And I know you said research and, you know, reach out to people on LinkedIn and the like. But if someone said, I know I definitely want to get in the new law space and I want to work. Um, at a firm that's you know running tech- online and and via technology, what would you say would be the best way to look for a job in that sort of
1: space? Yeah, well, it's um, quite topical because we are actually opening up Legally Yours um, to the community. <laughs> so um, in in July, we're actually going to launch a new a new type of membership to our Legally Yours, and it's exactly like you've just described. It's for those law students, um, law graduates, young lawyers who really want to get. a a specific picture talk to the people in the industry so what we're thinking is at the moment we only work with lawyers who've got a certain level of pqe and they've typically got their own firms or they're quite senior within firms and they can be on our platform but what i envision is having a community where people who aren't quite ready or just have a real interest or perhaps like law students want to get experience in these types of firms can actually connect with the people in it Um, so we've got over 100 lawyers in our network that are practicing in this way Um, And the community membership will mean they'll get to have virtual coffee mornings with me where, you know, they can ask me lots of questions. Um, You know, I can certainly guide them in different ways. We'll have um, mentoring opportunities where they can reach out and be mentored by people, the lawyers in our community. Um, The other things we envision, so we run these virtual CPD education sessions with our network all on things like finding your value, customer experience, you know, running a virtual firm, all these types of topics and all of that will be available. So, um, you know, definitely look out for us um, and we would love to, you know, it's a passion of mine to be able to speak to people that are interested um, in new law or normal law um, and get them kind of, you know, understanding what all the concepts are. Um, But also, as I mentioned, join Alter. Um, That's a great one for the legal tech because you get a really good idea of the landscape and you can come to events there. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just, you know, and LinkedIn's a great one too. But honestly, I, I know every single person in you, Laura, would um hazard a guess too. <laughs> um, and look, you know, so it's a good starting point. Come come and chat with me. Um, and I'll certainly guide you in that direction. Um. But yeah, that would be, that would be my advice. <laughs>
0: that is brilliant. Thank you so much, Karen. And I'm sure you're going to be inundated with requests now and um, <laughs> catch up in questions. So um, it sounds brilliant. And, and you've given us more than one way of thinking about the legal uh, landscape in the future. So we do really appreciate your time again. And as always, it's been great speaking with you. Uh, and those insights that you've brought are absolutely valuable and really, really exciting to, to hear and think about the future and the way that you've delivered it. So thank you so much again for your time.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Thank you.
0: Brilliant. Thank you. So you've been listening to the full interview. um, Well, if you want to listen to the full interview, should I say, with Karen um, on the Life After Law School podcast, please tune in. It is in this selection. And also um, get on board with listening to the other ones that we've recorded. There's some amazing insights and different career journey pathways to hear about. I am Amy Scarlett and you have listened to another Life After Law School podcast episode. Thank you for your time and bye for now.